Blog Talk Radio. listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener. Welcome if you're listening for the very first time. And hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Coalition Radio, my blog talk radio community, as well as those who may be joining me in the chat room. I hope you are having a great start to your week. And today's is audible.com who has over 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products get a free audiobook of your choice by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized again hope you're having a great start to your week I had a good weekend I turned the big 52 yay for me and of course I spent it with the wonderful guy so that was awesome. And you may or may not hear a helicopter hovering in the background. For those of you who don't already know, the Pope is coming to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and I am literally feet from where he will be. So there's a lot of activity here going on because they've got to get prepared for him because he'll be here. So if you hear any background noise, it's like a helicopter, because right now there's a helicopter hovering above us. So I just wanted to share that with you. We're going to talk about feng shui your office with our guest, Anne Bingley Gallops of Open Space Feng Shui. She, Anne, is actually on her um, anniversary uh, celebration with her and her husband, so I got an opportunity for her last week, and I will be sharing that interview with you. It is full of, of course, so much information. So make sure you get your pen, your paper, and, of course, you just listen to this um, podcast over and over again. And, of course, in the next half hour, I will be providing you with some tips and tales tip time on just some additional ways to organize your office. And, of course, I will be providing with my product suggestion, app suggestion, as well as my repurpose suggestion of the week. But this week, because we're talking about the office, I decided to do some fact-finding on the history of the office cubicle. Oh, And this is the office cubicle was created by designer Robert Prost for Herman and released in 1967 under the name Action Office 2. Cubicles are often seen as being symbolic of work in a modern office setting due to their uniformity and blandness. Therefore, the employee a greater degree of privacy and personalization than in previous work environments, which often consists of a desk lined up in rows within an open some office cubicle workspaces. Employees can decorate the walls with posters, pictures, and other items. 
I just thought that was a nice little history of the office chemical because, as I said tonight, I had an opportunity to interview Anne Bingham Gallops and how to flung shui your office to get rid of the cutter and to increase business, attract clients, etc. So sit back and listen to my interview with Ann Bingley Gallops of Open Spaces Feng Shui. Well, listeners, fall is here, and it's not only a great time to organize our closets for a new season, but also give some time and attention to our office and workspace, especially as we gear up for the last quarter of the year. And joining me is our guest expert, Ann Bingley Gallup. She's the owner of Open Spaces Feng Shui, which offers a modern practical approach to the ancient art of feng shui, enhancing your prospects for a balanced and healthy life. Ann's unique background includes an MBA from Columbia University as well as Red Ribbon Professional Accreditation from the International Feng Shui Guild the highest feng shui qualifications available in the U.S. She has been practicing feng shui since 1996 and received her practitioner certificate from Western School of Feng Shui. She was recently, of course, featured in HGTV's Selling New York. So welcome, and hello. Hey, Janet. It's so great to be back to talk to you about feng shui for the office. And you're right, this is a great time of year to be doing that, getting ready for the last quarter, which kind of feels, I think, for a lot of people like the beginning of something new after the summer and kind of getting a fresh start. So it's really, really good timing, I think. And it is. I feel it is because, like you said, it's the new season. It's, uh, you know, sometimes, and, of course, it's the new year, I believe, for um, some cultures and some religions. Absolutely. Yep. Why is it important for us to do, now we know the importance of it in our home, but why is it important for us to do feng shui in our office? Well, feng, you know, feng shui actually started out as as much connected with having a successful business as anything. I think I've explained this maybe in the past on some of your past shows, but it started out with farmers in China, ancient China, wanting to have successful farms and figuring out how to position their farms and arrange them so that they would make the most money and create the most successful and healthy crops to support their families. So it's very similar. It's for similar reasons that we want to bring feng shui into our offices. It's so that we can create a really successful business. And the, what feng shui does specifically is it helps to helps us to focus our energy. It brings fresh energy into an office. It keeps the energy vital and moving, and it helps us to bring our uh, our best business intentions into an office. Mm. So that's and the uh, there's a couple of other reasons too. One is, as I mentioned, it raises the energy level so that you can bring, you know, your best ideas, your best productivity, your best creativity, your best uh foot forward when you're dealing with your clients or your boss or the people that work for you or the people that the vendors that you need in your business, it helps you to uh create healthy relationships in all those regards. 
And it also, one of the biggest reasons to set up good feng shui in an office is to signal both to yourself, to send a signal to yourself and to send a signal to the outside world of what your business is focused on, what you're really good at, and how you can help people the most. Mm. You know, it's interesting you say that because years ago, I went into an office of a, of a woman. She did bookkeeping, and she mm-hmm. wanted me as a client. Well, unfortunately, her office was sending me the signal that she was very unorganized, and mm-hmm. there was the possibility that even if I did give her business, my paperwork might get mixed up with somebody else. Wow, that's see now. That's a bad yeah. signal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a really good example of what of, you know, bringing your awareness to the kinds of signals that you're sending to the outside world about what you offer as a business. Yeah. Really good example. Yes. Yeah, Boy, you want yeah. a bookkeeper to look organized. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You do. And it's interesting. I recently did a home office. Um, I didn't do feng shui. I just came in. There were a lot of paper piles, et cetera. So basically... You know, I gathered all the piles, organized the office, and really categorized everything because it really came down about four different categories. And it's interesting, Mm -hmm. the client's um, just remarks afterwards, she was like, I felt at peace because she didn't realize, she she, because what I did was once I organized everything, I just gave her a list of everything, you know, it was, Whatever was labeled, I identified it and gave her a list. And she said, this paperwork should have been tossed 10 years ago. But it was still taking up space in her office. So I can see how, like you said, it raises the energy level. Once you get all of that stuff from the past or any Mm -hmm. hurtful situations or painful times in your life, Mm -hmm. exactly, um, it just gets rid of that. So. Yeah, it raises so it raises raises the energy level in that way for sure. I just mm-hmm. gave a day long clutter clearing and feng shui class actually on mm. Saturday, and it was uh, yeah yeah it was it was a very interesting class, and that that was one of the things that we talked about is how clutter you know both keeps you tied to the past because mm-hmm. you're you know having so much trouble letting go of stuff, and it also makes you worry more about the future because you can't find things and you mm-hmm. don't know, you know, what the path is really can look like. And it, you know, in business and in life, it's so important to be in the present moment as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So all of these are good reasons for clearing clutter just so that you can get out of your own way in regard to being stuck in the past or worrying too much about what's going on in the future. And that, Yeah, and that's true. So, Anne, what are some things that we need to purge, remove from our workspace, just get out <laughs> that may, in your experience, that <laughs> well, you, know, you may have come across it? We just, like, you, you see it, and it's like, mm, that should not even be in, in the workspace. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what I most often see that shouldn't be in a workspace is really um, too much personal stuff or too much stuff that is not business-related. I mean, we all want to have a couple of personal mementos in our spaces to remind us of who we are, and that's very important. But I've seen people's workspaces get overwhelmed with, like, too many flower vases. You know, they've received Mm -hmm. a lot of flowers for one reason or another, and Mm -hmm. the empty vases are just all sitting around. 
or mm-hmm. old, I don't know, old ba- shopping, things that you've mm-hmm. gone shopping for that you need to return that are just sitting mm-hmm. there hidden under your desk or mm-hmm. shoes that are out of season and or that you haven't worn in years and years. I mean, <laughs> the list goes on forever. It goes on forever mm-hmm. of stuff that is not business-related, that does not support your ability to get your business done. It That stuff has just got to go. Really, you know how I say that in your home, you should be only surrounded by things that you mm-hmm. love and that lift up your spirits. And it's the same in your office. You should look around in your office and feel that your business energy, mm-hmm. your motivation, your inspiration, your productivity is all being lifted up by the stuff that you have around you. Mm-hmm. So well, getting you know, rid of, you know, there's a lot of stuff that most people can <laughs> let go of. That has accumulated, you know, the thing is, just in thinking about this, like, I remember in my days of working in corporate America and being surrounded by other people in their offices and the stuff that, you know, would just kind of accrete, it would just build up and build up Mm -hmm. and build up until Mm -hmm. one day you're having to pick your way through the office and you're not Mm -hmm. picking your way around piles of paper even, you're picking your way around Mm -hmm. stuff that just doesn't belong there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also, you know, getting rid of uncomfortable pieces of furniture, you should be very, uh very comfortable. Your office should be, you know, ergonomically set up to support you. I had one client who, she's a lobbyist in Washington, Mm -hmm. actually. Okay. So she's on the phone and super busy all the time. And so she's on the phone and she's having to type things on her computer and, you know, do all these multitasking things at once, which, of course, I hate to see people multitasking Mm -hmm. like that. But that was part Mm -hmm. of her job, so that was the reality. (laughs) But what was happening was she was twisting her body. You know, she didn't have one of those shoulder holster things for her phone. Okay. And her phone was like crossing her body, and she was twisting around to get to her computer. Wow. And her chair was, well, I don't remember what the situation was with her chair, but it was not comfortable for her. It didn't support her right. She needed a, she's short, so she needed a footstool to support her feet. I think everybody needs a footstool under their desk, actually, mm-hmm. to support okay. to support their feet and their back. And in fact, so I pointed all this out to her and she, you know, had to request a lot of this stuff from her office manager and from the people that ran the office in the next mm-hmm. few days. And it turned out that a lot of they bought all the stuff that she needed for her office, mm-hmm. but it also turned out that it was sort of a medical thing that they they were able to get it through their insurance for her. Wow. <laughs> That's how seriously twisted up she had got her body oh had gotten. God. She ended up having to go to physical therapy and all this stuff. Wow. She was, it was wow. yeah. So getting rid of the stuff that doesn't support you even physically is okay. key. Really key. Mm-hmm. So like in my office I've found that I don't like to have an ar- a chair that has arms. I okay. like to have a rolling chair mm-hmm. that doesn't have arms and that really gives me good support. I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you a funny story about how I found my office chair. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, I realized that a long time ago, I don't like arms. They make me feel too constrained. Okay. So, you know, being aware 
of how your body works that way is really important. But how I found my office chair, I'll just tell you really quick. I I don't know, my old office chair broke or wasn't good enough anymore for one reason or another. So I started looking. And I went to Mm -hmm. all these furniture stores and I was sitting on chairs and sitting on chairs. Mm -hmm. And then my husband and I were traveling some at that time. And we went to this hotel in Washington, D.C., and I sat, and our hotel room happened to have an office chair, and mm. I sat down in it, and I said, oh, my God, this is the chair. <laughs> <laughs> and so we had to turn the chair upside down, find out what brand it was. I got back to New York. Mm-hmm. I, the man, they don't sell them in stores. They only sell them wholesale, these chairs. Wow. So, but... So I was able to get this one individual chair, completely customized to me, no arms, a different color for the materials Mm -hmm, than mm -hmm. they would usually put out there, and at like 40% off the retail price. That was wonderful. (laughs) It was a good story. That's the chair I'm sitting in right now as we speak. I love this chair. (laughs) That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So anyway, that's... One category of stuff to get out of your office is stuff that's uncomfortable, okay. stuff that doesn't support you in any way. Another category of stuff, it, well, one thing I don't like to see in offices too much is mirrors because we don't want them to reflect and make you feel like you're overburdened with your work. You know, okay. If you have a mirror in your office, make sure it's reflecting something pleasant or beautiful that make again makes you feel nourished and supported. Make sure that mm-hmm. if you have mirrors in your office they're not reflecting your work or your mm-hmm. clutter for that matter. Mm-hmm. So. so okay. Yeah. So, you so were yeah, so about that's all the that I that's what I would say are things the key things to get rid of right away in an office. So what should we be bring what should we have in our office? So we're getting rid of all the stuff that we don't need and we shouldn't have so are there some key elements that we should have in our office? Well, one thing one thing to think about in an office, a real feng shui do, if you know what I mean, is mm-hmm. um, to try to set up your office so that you're sitting in the command position, which I've explained before I know, but let me explain it for your audience tonight. That is the the place in the office where you have the best possible view of the door and of the have the greatest visual command of the space. So usually that means trying to position yourself so that you're diagonally across from the door and facing the door if possible so that you're out of the direct line of energy coming in through the door but you can see what's happening. So if you can't do that, mm-hmm. a lot of offices that's easy and you can do it. But mm-hmm. some offices, it's not easy. My last two home offices, it hasn't been possible because they're so long and narrow, so I can't okay. position my desk that way. So what I have instead is a mirror that mm-hmm. shows me what's going on in back of me. So that's mm. what you want. You want to be able to see what's happening in back of you, and that will reduce your stress. If you can see the door or see what's going on in back of you, if you can't face the door, then mm-hmm. that will reduce your stress. Mm. and make you more productive and put you in charge okay. of your work. That's okay. probably that's one of the biggest things. But you know, another couple of things are some of the classic feng shui tools like laying the bagua energy map over your office and understanding mm. what all the different nine areas are all about. And people mm-hmm. can go to my website 
openspacesfengshui.com, and, you know, just search for the Bagua and you'll find it. I have lots and lots of articles about the Bagua, lots and lots of articles about feng shui for the office. There's tons of information there. So um, that's what I would advise people to do in that regard. So that's a couple of things to bring in. Okay, because I'm like, I'm sitting at my desk right now, and so as you're talking, I'm like, okay, am I good? Because now I actually, the door is to my right, so I can see it. So, I, I mean, because, you know, the way my apartment is, I have my desk kind of nestled in the corner, but as I'm seeing, I can see the door to my right. So mm-hmm. I don't know that. It, might, it might be fine. I mean, if you want to send me a picture, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Or a little drawing. I'd be, I'd be <laughs> happy be to give you a, a, a quickie free consultation <laughs> and I'll tell you what I think. <laughs> Because if I draw, you'll be like, oh, you'll be telling your husband, what in the world is this? So I'll send you, I'll send <laughs> you a send picture. Me a picture. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you a picture because me and my drawing. But, yeah, but that's a good, that is good. That's interesting that you say that because I can, you know, a lot of times you go into offices and you just you just feel the tension. You, of course, you see the clutter and you see all the stuff. So, you know, just really well, practicing a lot of what you're saying will really yeah. Reduce stress, energy level, increase productivity. That's right. Well, you know, like, for example, so many people work in cubes in offices, Mm -hmm. and hardly any of them face the door. Almost everybody that works in a cube has their back to the door. And, you know, part of the – you never see a CEO with his back to the door or her back to the door. You never – you know, as an executive rises in an organization, their desk is facing the door. <laughs> right? Yes, you are correct. Isn't that right? You correct. Yeah. And why is that? It's because hmm. it's the power position. That's what that's called. The command position is also called the power position. So oh. you want to get yourself situated so that you're as much in control and in the power position as possible. So that's that's what this is all about. Mm. Um, so if you again, if you can't, like if you sit in a cube at an office mm-hmm. at a big corporate office, you want to put a just a subtle mirror. It doesn't have to be a big mirror, okay. but some kind of a mirror. Like mm-hmm. I've seen genius people in cubes who have those um, those convex mirrors that show them everything that's going on behind them. Okay. <laughs> and the whole reason they've done that is to reduce their own stress so that they can understand what it is that's going on in back of them. Mm. Yeah. Okay. It's very wow. important. Very, yeah. it's, it's one of the number one key feng shui things to do that will help you, again, be more productive, be more creative, mm-hmm. focus on your work. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're worried all the time about what's going on in back of you, which as human beings, that's our instinct, is to worry yeah. about that. Um, is to wonder, like, if you can't see it, what is, you know, you hear the least little noise and you're like, what? You turn around. Yeah, and that's Very true. distracting. Yeah. Wow. That's, and, and that's interesting what you said about the command position because it's, it's, it's true. All CEOs, they face the door. That is, yeah, that is so yeah. true. I mean, so, and, just think about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you've already shared. My next question: What are some key elements do you have in your workspace? But you always shared shared about the chair. So yeah, is there the chair. Else? Very important about the chair. Well, 
What I have and what I've had in my last few offices that I love, love, love is a gigantic bulletin board. Ooh. My bulletin board right now is four feet by four feet square. It is huge. Okay. And I had it custom made because okay. I I really – and so what I've done, what I always do with my bulletin board is it's a little little bit of a vision board. You know, I mm-hmm. have a little bit of inspirational stuff on there and kind of fun art and stuff like that. But mostly I use it as a way of having the Bagua map in front of me all the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the Bagua map has – those nine important areas ranging mm-hmm. from your career to your abundance to your family to your uh, relationships to kind of your business networking. There's even an area mm-hmm. that's about that. Mm-hmm. And so when you have that, some kind of a representation of that in your office that you can look at all the time and be reminded of all these nine most important areas of business, that is going to, you know, that'll keep the energy moving. Mm. So I like to have a big bulletin board that is sort of a facsimile of a Bagua map in my okay. office. Mm. That's that's one thing. Another mm-hmm. thing, very key for business growth and uh, and success and vitality is a f- couple of plants, live plants. Okay. How do you, what do you think about that? Well, I have live plants. Yeah, I have live because they are the wood element. Yeah, you want to. You want. There's five elements in feng shui. This is another thing that's too complicated Mm -hmm. probably to explain right now. Uh But they are wood, fire, earth, metal, and water, and each one of those elements represents different aspects of success. So Mm -hmm. the wood element is all about growth. It's all about growth and vitality. It's you know, kind of associated with springtime and new trees and plants pushing their their way through up through the earth mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of gro- upward movement. That's what the wood mm-hmm. element is about. So mm-hmm. if you have two or three plants in your office to represent that, that will bring, that will activate that kind of energy, that great growth energy. Mm-hmm. So plants are very important to have in an office. Um also, bring in colors and textures that you love. Don't be shy about bringing in some of your favorite colors and textures. Even Like I know in some corporate offices, personal decor is not really allowed. Mm-hmm. I've been mm-hmm. in a, have you been in any of those where yes. yeah. you're not allowed to have family pictures and yeah. stuff like mm-hmm. that? Right. So, yeah, so one way to kind of start to get around that a little bit is by doing it in a more subtle way by just bringing in some colors and textures and materials that you love Mm -hmm. and doing like a little trick might be to take a beautiful textile and put it over the back of your chair Mm -hmm. so that you feel supported by that all the time, but it's not perceived by management as being like decoration. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's also a way of bringing in the five elements because the five elements all have different colors. So the more colors and textures you bring in, the more balance you're going to mm-hmm. have in your office. Mm-hmm. It's really important that your office be feel balanced and be balanced. Because I love having a pop of red because that's my favorite color. So I There like you go. Red. And that's the fire element. So I like my red. And then um, I like a 
a, a neighbor actually found a file folder, and it has on it, follow your heart, make every moment count, be true to yourself, laugh out loud, you got to dance like nobody's watching. And that's on the that's file, and I thought it was just so great to have all of that on the file folder. Yeah. <laughs> and so what I did was I just kind of propped it up on a little stand, and I just have that kind of like looking at me. It's like, yeah, dance like nobody else is watching. Yeah. And, you know, that applies to everything, right? Do everything yeah. as if nobody's watching because you'll yeah. be your happiest and most productive that way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's absolutely great. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because the last thing that I have in my office that I could not do without is serious high-quality file cabinets. <laughs> yes. Really, oh, yeah. I mean, hardcore, expensive, yeah. high-quality. Yeah. I have two, three-drawer yeah. file cabinets. And they're for my business stuff, but they're also for my personal stuff. You know, mm-hmm. all of mm-hmm. our tax records and all mm-hmm. that stuff are in there and suit like paper papers that I've saved from over the years, but mm-hmm. also all my business stuff. So mm-hmm. health records, you got to have a really, really good way of organizing that stuff so you don't drive yourself crazy. And that is so true. That is so true. Wow. As an organizer, yeah. I know you know that. <laughs> yes, <I laughs> I'm do. preaching to the choir, I know, but it's just, you know, that I'll join right with you. That is so important. I mean, it's wonderful, especially when somebody says you didn't file something and then you just go to the file drawer and say, well, here's my copy. Here it um, is. Here it yeah. is. Here yeah. it is. So, yeah. Yeah. So, wow. As always, and I enjoy enjoy talking to you. So are there any, I mean, you've given us so much. Are there any final tips that you just want to share? Um, <laughs> I, you know, I I don't think so. I think that's a lot to go on right there. Yes, it's it just is. Yes, the it most is. important thing is to Feel supported in your office. Okay. Okay. Feel like you can be as productive and creative as anything in there so okay. that you can really, you know, make the biggest impact in your chosen field. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you said that's it. That's a wonderful way to end a great and informative interview. So, Anne, how can people get in contact with you? Because you recently had a class. That's right. That's right. Um, they can uh, let's see. Follow me on my website. I'm on. I'm also on Facebook. Open Spaces Feng Shui. I have a page on Facebook, and they can uh, yeah go to my website. And I have two books that I've published. One is on the Bagua, and the other one is on Feng Shui for the Bedroom, which I know you and I have already talked about. But yeah. those can be purchased on my website, and I'm on Twitter. Although I haven't been tweeting much recently, but I am on Twitter, so join me there. I'm more on Facebook. And uh, that's about it. Well, thank you once again, Oh, and they can write to me, of course, and at openspacesfengshui.com. All right. Well, again, thank you. I want to wish you a husband a very happy anniversary. Thank you so much. 12 years. (laughs) Yay. Yay. 12 years. Yay. Oh, boy. All right, Janet, you take care. You too. Thank you. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Hello, this is Bob Lewis from Closet and Storage Concepts, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor. That was an awesome interview by Ann Bingley Gallup. 
of Open Spaces Feng Shui on how we can feng shui our office to attract more business just by getting rid of the clutter. And so please be sure to visit our website, um, take one of her classes, listen to this interview over and over again. Before I continue, I just wanted to share with you that, of course, our sponsor, Audible, is offering a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. Download the title free and just start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. That's audibletrial.com forward slash get organized to get started today. And my audio selection is Feng Shui, Organizing the Home and Office, Feng Shui Rules Explained. And it's written by Cleo Anderson. And this is why the Feng Shui schools that teach the art of Feng Shui placement, it is necessary to have Feng Shui training. And Feng Shui can be employed in any office and home to an office cubicle in order to increase harmony, reduce stress, and increase the amount of energy and calm you have while on your job. Again, Feng Shui, organizing the home and office, Feng Shui Rules Explained by Leo Anderson, and you can get that copy free and a free month trial at going www.feng audibletrial.com forward slash get. I want to follow up with and with some tips. Some I'm going to give you 10 tips in your office. 10. Um, and this comes from a article I wrote in my blog on 21 tips to celebrate 21 years in business. The first tip is, of course, you want to use a filing cart, a desktop file, or designate a drawer to organize paperwork because a lot of times you're working on so many projects and you've got so much paperwork. Sometimes you don't, but a lot of times you do. So this will allow you, one, to organize the paperwork, but make it accessible. So maybe you're working right now on a Taylor project and somebody calls you about the Smith project and you're able to just access it immediately without having to fumble through files and trying to locate information. That's the first tip. Second thing is develop a master file of all your business documents, your license, your contract license, any financial statements um, that you will need because this helps you, especially for those of you who grow your business, you have the right business plans, you want to go after business financing, or sometimes when you're on contracts, they want you to provide certain types of information. So even if you scan it and have it readily available to email or you actually have a physical copy, keep it in a binder or a file. Make sure you keep all of that information together. The third thing is to make sure you establish a retention schedule so that you can yearly purge documents. Now, I would suggest you, most of you could do it once a year, and basically the best time is when you're getting yourselves organized for the next season. That's a great time to purge tax documents that you no longer need, but also make sure the documents that you have to keep are organized and easily accessible should you need them. And of course, um, number four is create an archive of old financial contract client documents. Scan, if possible, scan 
Um, there's no reason now for you to keep tons of documents. You can always scan them. And for those of you who have teenagers or no teenagers, and you feel like scanning all that documents way too much, why don't you just hire one of them, whether it's once a week, once a month, just to come in and do that scanning. So that's number four. Number five, scan receipts will reduce the paper piles as well as help you on top of business expenses. Number six, when organizing information and binders, please, people, I, I love to come in the office and see you've got things all nicely organized in binders, but go the next step and make sure you label them so you'll know exactly what information is stored in that binder. Number seven, go through your in-basket weekly and purge. You may um, do a quick desk cleaning and just throw things in your basket, and sometimes it could be stuff that you could just toss. It could be junk mail. It could be a memo that you've already read, and you put the information in your calendar so you no longer need it. Number eight, unsubscribe to publications you don't have time to read. Now, a lot of you out there, depending on your career, your profession, you need to stay on top of information. You receive a lot of publications, but if you really don't have the time to read them and they keep piling high, but you still need to see if there is an electronic version you can get instead. So, therefore, you will reduce the amount of piles in your office, but you also still have access to the information. And number nine, to better manage your time and stay focused on projects, develop the habit of creating a daily to-do list. And thank you, um, one designer, two ideas. Thank you. That's great that you just did that. Thumbs up. I'll give you a little thumbs up if I could. Um, to better manage your time and stay focused on projects, develop the habit of creating a daily to-do list. And a lot of times what you can do is for you in your workday, just write the things you need to do the next day. So, therefore, when you walk into your workspace, your office, you already know what you need to do. And my tip number 10 is straighten your desk at the end of the day, and especially at the week so you can start each morning with a clear desk. And what it does is really it allows you when you work, walk into your workspace or your desk or your corner office, that you are focused on what needs to be done. You're not distracted by the piles and and just um, you are already thoughts and your actions are already organized for the day. So that's what I do. But definitely try to straighten your desk at the end of the day and especially at the end of the week. And you can get all 21 of those office organizing tips if you just go to my blog and it's 21 organizing tips. So you just go to Janet's blog on my website at JanetMTaylor.com. Well, I want to thank all of you for your tweets, your emails, and your posts on Facebook. Thank you for your birthday wishes. Thank you all for following me on social media, on Instagram, and, of course, all of you in my Bell Talk video community, as well as those of you who are joining me in the chat room this evening. Tomorrow is Talk Tuesday. So. I want all of you out there, wherever your workspace is, and for those of you who follow me on Instagram, you'll get to see some very interesting workspaces tomorrow. But whatever your workspace is, I want you to tackle something that you've just shoved to the side and said, I'll deal with it later. Tackle it this week, whether you shoved it under the desk, on top of the desk, 
in the corner, whatever it is, just tackle it this week. So that's my Toss It Tuesday tip. Now on to my app suggestion, product suggestion, as well as repurpose suggestion. My app suggestion, all of you business people out there, is called Mobile Day. And this is for those who find themselves on a steady conference calls on their mobile phone. This app makes you be able to have the one-click snap. Because I know a lot of people, they're on conference calls constantly. So this will make it a lot easier to go on a conference call and participate in one. It's called Mobile Day. My product suggestion is Perry. Perry Belvedere paper tray. And the reason I like this is because I like the pops of colors. It was per- Those were bright, bold colors. And sometimes, as Ann and I are talking, I often get a little dull and drab. That is why, as I'm talking to you, I'm looking at my red business card holder and my bright red three-tier tray. And then I also have a bright red picture frame because that bread that is just my color. So that's like my little pop of color in my office. And it says when you add color to your workplace, um, you'll find not only brighten your mood, but it'll brighten the mood of those around you. So, of course, those of you who follow me, Facebook, Twitter, um, LinkedIn, you will get um, a link to that site right after um, the night show. And last but definitely not least, my repurpose suggestion of the week. And, of course, you can go to my Pinterest page and my Repurpose the Office page and see how someone took an old dresser and transformed it into a desk. That was just amazing to me. Of all the old dressers that, of course, I've passed and I know you've seen where people have just talked them inside, well, somebody took an old dresser and actually transformed it into a desk, but also... If you go to my Instagram page, you will see an old dresser that was actually transformed into just a nice little shelving unit because the drawers, you know, sometimes the drawers do not last as long as the dresser. So they just took the drawers out and they put some nice little plywood in there and then, boom, they had some nice storage space for the things that they needed to keep. So, again, go to my repurposed office and my Pinterest page. Well, next we have Nahir Sitar. He is the author of When No Matter What. And I'm looking forward to having him here because he's going to be sharing with us how to um, organize ourselves, but just really organize ourselves really no matter what. Ah, two ideas or a kitchen island. That's a great idea to transform the old dresser into a kitchen island. I like that idea too. You can probably transform a kitchen, um, an old dresser into so many things. I think I've seen beds, I've seen dress, I've seen desk, I've seen lots of other items, but I like that a kitchen island. So again, the author of When No Matter What, Nahir Sitar. And the quote of the week is, if your plan doesn't work, Change the plan, not the goal. And I hope all of you out there who are listening, even though 
month of the year, and maybe at the beginning of the year your goal was to get organized to either tackle the office, tackle the home, tackle your time, tackle some area, and you keep telling yourself you're going to do it. Well, my thing is, okay, maybe the plan that you initially had on how you were going to do it and how you were going to execute it, it didn't just work. It didn't work with your schedule. It didn't work with your life. But just because it didn't work doesn't mean you have to give up the goal. Okay, maybe your plan was to organize, uh, have a closet organized, have a space organized by spring. Well, things happen. So maybe what you need to do is just kind of reevaluate your figure out. Okay, so maybe I need a chunk of time on the weekend because now the kids are in sports, all the different activities. So maybe if you just take an hour, if you find an hour in your week, just think if you spend an hour every week that focus, 52 hours a year getting organized. So just because the plan doesn't work, change the plan, but not the goal. Keep thinking about that. I'm going to change my plan, but not the goal. Change my plan, but not my goal. So I hope you have enjoyed this show. Um, if anybody has any questions, I will be here, 646-486. And, of course, those of you in the chat, if you have any questions, please feel free. Um, but, again, please join me next week where we have the author of When No Matter What. I want to thank all of you for all of your wonderful birthday wishes. It was just so wonderful, and it just really touched me uh, to get all those wonderful um, happy birthdays via Facebook and and Instagram, uh, so that was really what just it just touched my heart. I can't even words can't even explain how every time I looked at social media there was another one. I was just trying to keep up with the likes and the thank yous. I really thank you for that. And of course, you know this was a great interview with Ann Bingley. So listen to it again, share it with your family, your friends, and all those your social media network. And, of course, I want to thank you for listening. I, there's no more questions. I definitely want to thank you for listening. And be sure to share this with everyone you know. And, of course, if there's a topic that you feel me to talk about that's, that's surrounding organizing your life, please feel free to just pop me an email and just go to JanetMTaylor.com, go to the contact page, and just be sure to put in your idea. Really appreciate it. And also, always make sure you go to my website at www.janetandela.com. So I thank all of you for listening. I thank all of you for joining me in the chat room. And so I'll be around just for a little bit. But I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, I want everybody out there to have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.